Hey everyone. Alright, welcome to another episode of WYNWYNI. That's what you need when you need it with me, your lovely host, Lydia Shambole. This week I have the second part of the conversation with my sister, NL Shambole, who is a writer, a poet, an artist, literally she does everything. So, why don't we just jump right on in? Alright? Sword and whatever. No, I listen and to it. And Laser. Sword and Laser is a great podcast, guys. Yes. I listen to it. Um, and yes, I have an accent if you couldn't figure it out. Also, today we are drinking Tullamore Dew. Not sponsored. Uh, scotch. It might be a bourbon. Um, it might be a bourbon? Go Hold check. <laughs> Tullamore Dew it is by oh. D.E. Williams. It's triple distilled Irish whiskey. And actually, this is one of my favorite drinks. So. I like the Bum and Hum Boys. It's delicious. Um, I got it at Rite Aid for no CVS. Who's Birmingham? The Peaky, Blendos. Oh, the Peaky Blinders. They're Gypsy. That's from Birmingham. Yeah, but that's fine. I'm not gonna put that. Do on they the drink Irish whiskey? whiskey? I don't know. They drink whiskey. I do think they drink Irish whiskey they over, over. They drink whiskey. Whiskey is whiskey. No, I don't say that. Oh my god. Whiskey is not whiskey. I take it. Back. <laughs> <laughs> don't break the internet. <laughs> Let me tell you though. I hear. Yeah. This is what I hear. I hear Japan makes amazing whiskey. I've heard that too, and it's white, like clear. White whiskey. I've heard of white whiskey. Really? It looks like vodka, but it's whiskey. Uh, me and vodka don't get along. No, it looks like it doesn't have the the brown, but it's whiskey. In general, I don't get along with clear liquor, but um, somebody told me that the color has nothing to do with it. Yeah. But I think that's very, very particular to rum. Mm, because mm. rum, the color mm-hmm. has nothing to do with anything. Yeah, it doesn't have anything to do with sugar content. It has any, It doesn't have to, anything to do with anything. Speaking of which, what makes it brown though? I feel like it's what it was aged in. Oh, like the barrel. Yeah. And the wood. Okay, that makes We can sense. Google that. That's something you, if you like That's whiskey. Another, oh, we were talking about rabbit holes. Yeah. Okay. Whiskey's a good rabbit hole That's to go down a- in. <laughs> Educational wise, yeah. reading wise, mm-hmm. I'm not talking about drinking an entire bottle of whiskey in a day. I mean, it's good. It's good if you're 21, you should drink responsibly. Don't drive and, drive and drink. Be good. Drink or is it drink and drive? Drive and drink. Obviously. I mean, <laughs> it's not good. To drive and drink, yeah. In my it's terms, drink, it's drink and drive. No. If you drive somewhere and then you drink and then you sleep there. Yes. And sober up. Yeah. You're cool. But if you drink, <laughs> you cannot drive until you're sober. <laughs> I'm mad about this. Oh my god. I, no, 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 no. In my turn, in my mind, in you mind. drive somewhere so that you can drink. Yeah, you take. But you cannot leave afterwards. So what comes before? The driving. The drinking comes afterwards. Don't do both together. That's just it. Whatever mind. it is, don't drink if you're intoxicated. Exactly. Don't no. don't do either. Don't drive if you're intoxicated. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, yeah, we were talking about Peaky Blinders. Great show. Um, on Netflix. 
especially if you're interested in a period piece that shows oh, yeah. people of color without making it about their color. Yes. And that shows women in... I'm not sure about how realistic, and I'm going to research that. Yeah. But it does show women in uh, in powerful roles. Mm-hmm. It shows women in oh, yes. very um, yeah. time-appropriate roles mm-hmm. without necessarily making it all demeaning about the women. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something we miss out a lot in. Everybody thinks, oh, long ago, all women were powerless. Not necessarily true. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have all the freedoms that we have now as women. Mm-hmm. But they were not completely powerless. And women exactly. did make a huge part of history. Women, something else you should be watching, Hidden Figures. Yes. Those were oh my women God. scientists, NASA I, scientists, which I is just amazing. I so inspired and I was like, yes. And there were women of color. Yes. And there's nothing better than that. And the other thing that I liked about Peaky Blinders is um, how they handle PTSD. Like they did they show it they showed it as a real consequence yes, of war i like which we hardly ever see on network television mm-hmm. so those are things that should be it. yeah it's a good show good it is show. a very good show i think it's a very underrated show but it's coming up because i hear they've renewed it for a fifth a fourth yeah. or fifth season fifth, yeah it's a very good show it's like downtown abbey on i haven't watched that yet downtown abbey with everything that downtown abbey did not have Mm-hmm. More sex, more violence, more drugs, more Something. war, but also more consequences for all of life's issues. Yeah. Mm. I like that show. I should watch it. I'll watch it now. I should write a show like that. <laughs> you should, but how do you even get started doing that kind of thing? That's the thing I'm trying to figure out. You start. Um, That's yeah. what you should never wait for. Let mm. me tell you, I have started hundreds easily mm-hmm. of books i have finished a handful <laughs> uh-huh. That's i would call a fraction of that handful yeah readable okay but if i never started i would have zero see yeah no i agree so with that's that why statement. you have yeah that's why yeah. you have to do it you don't just because something is bad or just because you're not good at something doesn't mean do not do it. It yeah. means try and get better. Yeah. I want to write a show. I've never written a screenplay in my life. I might crack, it's hard. crack at that one. It's hard. I'm sure it's hard. It's fun. But I'm interested in it. I would mm-hmm. love to write a screenplay, so I'm going to try it at one point. I don't say no to things that interest me. Yeah, say yes. Because at least I don't say no because of I might be bad at it. Yeah. I might say no if I don't have time. Or I might say no if it requires more money than I can put into something. That makes sense. Or I might say no if I just have something that is very limiting in terms of capability to do it. But just because I don't have the skill, that's never a good reason for me not to do something. I'll do something, I'll learn. Because you learn. I mean, think about walking. How many years did you take how to walk? The average child learns how to walk in a span of one to three years. Yep. I mean, children first crawl. They stumble around, mm-hmm. they walk, they learn how to jump and run. That's not something that happens in a month. Yep. It takes years. Mm-hmm. Same with language. Children first start mumbling, yep. bubbling. They say a couple of words. They say very incorrect sentences. Mm-hmm. It takes, I would actually say it takes children up to seven years to be fluent in a distant language. Easily. If you, yeah, if yeah. you think about in terms of maybe conjugation or tense yeah. or ability to write literacy, 
it takes a long time to learn something like language. And some people but up to 15 years. <laughs> even more. Even more. Yeah. I mean, before the literacy was level was yeah. what it is, people live their entire lives not being able to write a language that they spoke fluently. Mm-hmm. So don't, I can't, don't say you're not going to do something because you're not good at it because nobody's good at anything. Ex- even yeah, the, the beginning. Most, yeah, like, yeah, what if we just said, we're not going to speak until we're perfect? You might never speak. <laughs> you wouldn't. You wouldn't speak. And no. I say that for languages. I, I speak many languages. Yeah. I speak the way I can because either somebody will say, that's not how you say that, or somebody will say, oh, that's fascinating. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I get that a lot. When did you learn how to say that? I've learned how to say a lot of things. Today, I was, I, I was telling uh, her about... Um, what did I say today? How I met these people that say Office Depot. Oh, right? I say Office Depot. Yes, I've said Office Office Depot all my life. So when I met these people, I was like, what are you talking about? And they're like, oh place that you go to buy office supplies and I'm like no that's that's it's office not. depot and they're like office depot I thought that tea was silent I thought it was silent I will too. be honest and I looked at them like they were just insane but they said that's how they've said it all their lives so it might be right either way it might be right but, but I'm not not gonna say <laughs> office depot <laughs> <laughs> because I don't know how to say it it's just it's a mess yeah it's the same, yeah, because I think about it. The only reason I keep my podcast episode one online is because I know how bad it was. But at this, at the oh, time, you're, uh-huh. yeah, it's still on the iTunes store. You can listen to it. You're so brave. I'm canceling my first book very soon no. because of how cringeworthy it is. No, because it's cringeworthy to you, but somebody who reads it and is like, oh my God, this is a starting point for me. Like, this is where I'm at. This is good for me. Like, I, I just think it's good to see those kinds of things. Because I listen to other podcasts, like Smart Passive Income. Mm-hmm. When he first started, he wasn't that great. He wasn't mm-hmm. using microphones that were, like, noise-canceling. He wasn't soundproofing his room. He wasn't using, my, like, headphones and all that kind of stuff, right? Mm-hmm. So when it would come out, the sound quality would be off. He didn't know how to edit, like, correctly. All of these other things. Mm-hmm. But now I listen to him. I think his name is Pat Flynn. Mm-hmm. And he has over 800 episodes. And I'm like, wow. What is this podcast? Uh, Smart Passive Income. How to basically monetize your websites, your podcasts, your photography, everything. Like anything that oh. you want to put out there, he teaches you how to monetize it. I should you I should look for that. It's a great podcast. Yeah. Hmm. But um, I think I he stopped maybe a year ago. He has over 800 episodes. And you just listen to him and you can tell the difference. And that's the only reason I keep episode one up. Because I know how bad it is but if i had heard that podcast i would have said hey i could do that okay let me start there you know okay no that's very true yeah but i'm half and half on that one yeah half of it well okay only because i do many different creative things Mm -hmm. with writing i'm sometimes i'm okay with not what I think is now my best stuff being out there. Mm-hmm. But let's say with painting, because painting is hard for me. I'm okay with it. Mm-hmm. But if I paint something I don't feel like is as good as I thought it would be, I am painting over that. <laughs> or I am ripping that up. 
or I am tossing that into a trash can but that's okay. somewhere. That's okay because you're not stopping at the point where you know that's comfortable. That's somewhere I could stop oh, and you No, know? I'm not stopping. Yeah. That's it. You're but improving are, each time. Yeah, but yeah. it's sometimes yeah, because I think with making sometimes it's very personal or it's very it doesn't have to be literal, but it can be very personal. Yeah. And like I've had people ask oh, me yeah. about my books and ask me like word for word Oh, did this happen to you? Not necessarily. Yeah. But did I feel those emotions? Yeah. Yes. Okay. There's a difference. Mm. Because when you're writing, a lot of it is me trying to make you understand or make you feel what I felt when I felt that. Okay. It's not the apple fell from the tree yesterday and then I write the apple fell from the tree yesterday. yesterday. <laughs> it's more of me writing the experience of either watching an apple from from the tree mm-hmm. or the emotions I felt when the apple fell from the tree mm-hmm. so is it true the essence of it is it is true but is it literal there's no. a difference um, with that no you can tell because um like I read some of your poems and I'm like okay that's really abstract and it brings something else from me than I think you had the experience you had the emotions and I find a place in my life where I had those emotions mm-hmm. and it like sucks it out. That's what I want. And I read some of the stuff, like my favorite one is the no. Sunday morning <laughs> eggs. I don't like this morning. I love, the morning. love, 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 love that poem so much because I was like, oh damn, like this person is trying so hard, but at the same time it's like bam. I you mean know? Yeah, it says a lot. Yeah. And it's, it's short. And like to the point, yeah. and you just feel it. I like. But it. that has a lot of literal. Yeah. But the but literal still. is not the point of it because I truly dislike the smell of eggs in the morning. Yeah. I do not like the smell of eggs on an empty stomach. Yeah. But that's not the point of the at of all. The point. It's the interaction and the it's relationship. Exactly. And the past yeah. And, the, and I was I was just sitting there and I was at work and I was laughing like it made me burst out in laughter. <laughs> And I looked around, and there's this little old lady walking out from the bathroom, and I was like, because we have a little lobby at work. Oh, you laugh? Yeah, I laughed That's a lot. That's good. And I looked around, and I was like, oh, shit, I did that. And I had my headphones in, too, so I didn't hear her oh, Lord. walking up. And then <laughs> That's like when you're, but maybe I shouldn't say that. When you're what? Like when you're on Tumblr, and somebody you're following. <laughs> if you've ever been on Tumblr in public, Graphic. You know what I'm talking about. You scroll hesitantly. You scroll very <laughs> fearfully because you don't know what you it could be. <laughs> you never want to be that person who's like, yeah. but yeah, I really want to know that because it's like painkillers. Like people say they get addicted to painkillers. Can't. Mm-hmm. When I got my teeth worked on and I was on painkillers, it made me so sick. Like I was throwing up and hallucinating. It's not something I ever want to do again. But there are people who do it, so I'm curious as to what the difference is. Like, I want it to know what be. your ex- it has to be. It has to be Gen- biological yeah, or like something. some type like of chemical to, situation. Yeah. But I don't get it. I'm never. It has to be. It just, just, oh, it just does not feel good. It doesn't. Painkillers don't feel good at all. Yeah, not worth it. Yeah. Then you get sleep paralysis. That's the part that I don't like. Oh, that's about. Nyquil. Nyquil. On any of those, just ugh. Not good. That's NyQuil, and I stopped taking NyQuil a long time ago because I will not put yeah. myself through that. That's the other thing I think people should really be worried about is what they're prescribing you is not necessarily healthier for you. Oh. It's not, like, long, okay, short term, well, it might be helping you. Okay. Long term, 
it might be causing you a lot more issues. No, that's tough. That's very tough because I have asthma. And some of the medication I have to take to control my asthma. I don't have the once a year inhaler asthma. I have the every four hours when it's uncontrolled emergency room kind of asthma. So some of the medication I have to take to keep breathing and keep living is bad. Is not good for my body. Yeah. Like it has the side side effects that are not good for your body. Side effects that could lead later to things like diabetes because of messing with how your hormones mm-hmm. react with your body and things like that. Yep. And it could lead to it could lead to a lot of problems if you don't try and figure out how to be healthy and how to breathe. But it's one of those things you could be saying that Somebody who is taking this medication should be or should watch what they put in their body. Mm-hmm. But sometimes the choice you for my choice, yeah. medication is are you breathing or are you taking this medication that could give you another problem? Yeah. I like breathing. I like breathing <laughs> a lot. So I take medication that sometimes does not make me feel yeah. healthy or good in other ways, but I'm alive. So that's a key point. Yeah. But also, with that, you have to be willing to research. You have to talk to your doctor. Your doctors don't necessarily tell you everything you need to know about what they're prescribing you. Ooh, ain't that that's thing. huge. Yeah, that's a There's thing. a lot of medicines I was taking that I did not know what they were doing to my body, but I would see the effects of it, and I didn't understand. Mm-hmm. And I had to. you have to find a doctor who wants to listen to you, who does not tell you those things are just in your head. Yeah. And who... Does not tell you, well, this is good for you, so just do it. Yeah, it doesn't have an ulterior motive, because that's the thing I yeah. think people really have. You do, because there is a lot of illnesses where you just don't have a choice. Mm-hmm. There's, you just, oh, there's if you I want have. to live, you need to take this medication. But that doesn't mean it's making your life that much easier. And what have you, you've learned um, that cutting certain things out of your diet has actually affected your asthma, right? Yeah, um, I've learned a lot of things. I have a lot of allergies, I have a lot of... I'm learning I have a lot of food allergies that could be making my asthma worse that the doctors are not willing to listen to or believe because there's not enough scientific basis and this can go all the way back to how you explain your world versus the science of it Mm -hmm. and anybody who comes from a tradition of folk medicine or historic medicine or things naturopathic medicine will understand that a lot of things science doesn't fully explain but that doesn't mean they're ineffective or that doesn't mean they don't work Mm -hmm. it means science does not understand how to explain it yet so So you have to be willing to you have to be willing to care or find out enough to be able to walk that line yeah and try different things and try different things but try the different things if yeah i tried a herbal medicine that made my asthma 10 times worse oh the garlic and honey no, not that garlic and honey. There's uh-huh. this like wild medicine that people use in Kenya. Uh-huh. It worked for our cousin, Mama's cousin. Yeah. And it stopped her asthma. She hasn't had an asthma flare up since she took it. Mm. I took it. My lungs shut down, like ER shut down. Dang. Yeah. Right. But I tried it. Now I know. Nobody's gonna give me some strange medicine. I don't understand the components <laughs> of. You go look it up. I'm first. not gonna. Yeah, I'm not just gonna take it. Yeah. The other thing is when I eat wheat. I tend to be sicker than when I don't. Mm-hmm. I'm learning that. Yeah. I have a... Do I say I have a mango allergy? Oh, yeah. You definitely have a mango allergy. I, I was actually telling my coworkers. Yeah. I have a mango allergy that came out of nowhere. Yeah. 
that's strange. My doctor was like, oh, well, sometimes you develop allergies in your adulthood. Which is weird. Of mangoes? Yeah. Who's ever heard of that? I've I, never heard of that until I was in the ER with a think, swollen face. I think it might have been also the difference in proteins between the Kenyan mangoes and the... I mean, I think it's a cross-pollination. here or whatever, yeah. They're... I think they're grown somewhere in the tropics. From my the ones here. Yes. Okay. They're not... Yeah. I mean... The Kenyan mangoes, ones are Kenya. The, yeah, the Kenyan yeah. ones are Kenyan. But the ones that... The American or the whatever northern hemisphere mangoes are generally not grown here mm -hmm. they might also be subject to genetic modification mm -hmm. to make them more resistant to Bacteria drought or, yeah. or mold or pests yeah. things that prey on them and this is about profit right yeah i'm not saying all gmos are bad but you gmos have an effect on people that you might not assume I was able to eat mangoes for 23 years of my life without a problem. Yeah. One summer, I ate a mango, my throat and my mouth swelled up, and I couldn't breathe. I had to go to the ER. That is a change in what I was eating. Mm -hmm. We don't know what proteins were affected by this genetic modification. We don't know where these mangoes came from. Mm -hmm. I'm sick. I can no longer eat mangoes because of that. Yeah. So you just need to know what they are. You need to understand what you're doing to yourself. And you need to be able to understand that just because something is good for one person doesn't mean it's good for another person. Yeah. That being said, how do you, where do you draw the line between saving a million lives versus one person? That is true. Let's yeah, say, GMO. I, yeah, because yeah. they say that a lot about corn. They say that when they modify the corn to be more drought resistant, more pest resistant, mm -hmm. A thousand or a million more people are able to grow this corn in places it wouldn't have grown before. More lives are being saved from hunger or from starvation. But you get that handful. But there's that handful who will mm -hmm. eat this corn and react badly to it. Yeah. Where do you draw that line? I mean, I took a bioethics course and one of the situations was if there's a bunch of kids... Oh, no. If there's a bunch of kids tied on the train tracks and... <laughs> <laughs> on the other side of the train tracks there's Hitler tied to the train tracks oh my god which one would you choose like if you if you pull the lever and switch the train to go on the other train tracks like <laughs> and I was just like I think that was one of the situations it might be a little bit more complex than that like with consequences and all of that my question is but. is that before or after the elections that just happened <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if, does that make a difference are you kidding me? Oh my god. <laughs> See, my question is was but what the, who are those children and what are they going to do to the world? Cuz that's something that people don't really ask, you know. Oh, because they're babies. Yeah. But only only in the terms of it's there's a lot of nature, but there's also a lot of nature. Yeah. You could probably oh. have that one like devil child who's just going <laughs> to be bad. Yes. But I've read a lot about Hitler or a lot about other dictators. Yeah. To say that a lot of them did were not malicious. In the beginning. Because there's a difference between malicious and evilness. Yeah. A lot of them were not malicious as children. Mm -hmm. They may have been ill behaved or petulant, but that doesn't mean that they were evil. Mm -hmm. Sometimes it's something you learn. And especially okay. about Hitler, if you read his history a lot of his ideas that he later came to represent and form mm -hmm. were not things that he had formed as a child. 
but were a result oh. of experiences accumulating over time. I Not all. That. But if you read about him, like yeah. especially in his younger years, there's a lot of things he did that don't seem like they were bad things. But in combination or when they all started, like, especially when he started getting into politics and into mm-hmm. power, mm-hmm. those things started become something evil and something dangerous. Oh, but influence. Too. Yeah, it, it has circles. a lot to do with yeah. influence. It has a lot to do with who you're with. Mm-hmm. It has a lot to do with capitalizing on power. I think sometimes yeah. somebody might not be evil until they get power. And, and yeah. then it makes them do evil things. I think power is like a drug too. Power is a drug. I think it's power. It's and I don't. Love, oh my god! Isn't hate. that the um? And then there's actual drugs. Isn't that the point of Lord of the Rings? Yes. Isn't that yeah. literally the, the point of? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's it is about power. Mm-hmm. It, I think it's very hard to be both. Or, oh, that's interesting because I don't think a lot of people actually look deeper into the. The contents of the story. But you should, yeah, because it's a very long line of or history across oh, even and when I'm yeah. talking about literature, I'm also talking about oral stories and all oral histories. Mm-hmm. There's a very long precedent of story telling you about reality. Oh yeah, like how you were mentioning and 1984 is now. 1984 is a very recent example. Yes. That's a century example yeah. or even less, right? Mm-hmm. But think about any fairy tale you've had, whatever religion, whatever nationality you are, mm-hmm. there are stories your grandmother or your mother told you that are terrifying. Yeah. If you look beyond the creepy part or the monster part, mm-hmm. you realize they're talking about what's happening in reality. It is it's almost, almost a myth. Like, yeah. It's a fairy tale. Yeah, yeah, right? But stories have such a huge role. If you, you can think about the Disney fairy tales and then you think about the original context. Mm-hmm. Like something like oh, Rapunzel. Yeah. Rapunzel in the original story had was either raped by the prince who got her out of the tower mm-hmm. or had sex with the prince and got pregnant outside of marriage or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. But this was a warning about what could happen to girls yeah. at that time. Mm-hmm. It might not be effective or... a. It might not make sense now because times are different, morals are different. And they've romanticized. (laughs) Yes, society is different. Fairy tales are romanticized. But in that time, in that context, it was worrying you about talking to people you don't know because you don't know what could happen next. Oh, that's so true. You know, she was stuck in a tower. That could be a metaphor for just careful about your home. Yeah. Or who you let. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It could be just don't talk to strange people who are walking through. Mm -hmm. Don't, yeah. Right? But in the original story, she ended up pregnant somehow. Some stories say she was raped. Some stories don't say, say that she was not raped. It was yeah. consensual. But there was something those stories were trying to say. So even now, when you read what I would call a modern fairy tale like The Lord of the Rings, yeah, when they're talking about the ring, they're talking about the ring, but they're talking about beyond the ring. They're talking about what the power, power it does to people. It it's not just that. hobbits and rings and mountains mm-hmm. and adventure. Yeah. Yes, there's that. But there's something more. It's so a hero's you, journey. It is. It's a hero's journey. It That's is. true. But yeah. you're your own hero. Exactly. Oh. Yeah. Some interesting stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's what we're basically looking for on Kingdoms in the Wild and this new submission that we have. It's like a collective? It is. It's something. It's between... It could be just a place for stories by people who don't get to tell their stories often. Mm -hmm. 
and it doesn't have to be a personal story it doesn't have to be about you yeah i'm very interested in how fiction and poetry and the written word portrays what's going on in the world without being necessarily explicit or literal mm-hmm. like you don't back to the apple you don't have to tell me the apple fell from the tree yesterday yeah but i want to understand or i want to know what you felt or what you saw or what that made you think of yeah. because that's what you're you're talking about the world without having to talk about the world and i think people as humans are very drawn to story and we connect through story yeah. it's just like if you meet somebody and you get to know them it's a lot harder for you to hate that person. Oh, definitely. Unless they do something to you. Mm-hmm. Versus if somebody shows you a picture of somebody and tells you this is a bad person. Yes. It's easy for you to believe that because you don't know that person's story. You don't understand what that person went through. Mm-hmm. But if you go, if you meet this person, you have an opinion beyond what somebody told you. Yeah. And that's that's what writing, that's what reading, that's what stories, that's what poetry and even art fiction just creating even stuff non-fiction even non <laughs> no it's true because that book I was telling you about Trevor Noah yeah. I learned a lot of things that's not a it's a it's an account of his life it's not fiction yeah he lived that life yeah. he was born between two worlds and he talked about everything that happened to the point before the point he was born that created the unique situation where he was born mm-hmm. a crime like he wasn't supposed to exist oh on goodness. either side. Yeah. Because he's mixed. Yeah, and he wasn't supposed to exist because it was illegal wow. for people for a white man and a black woman to have a child. I still have a It was shopping. illegal for a white woman and a black man to have a child, yeah. and those were laws written in the books. So for him to exist as a person at the time that he was born yeah. was a crime. It wasn't it's not a crime now. There are other places where that wasn't a crime at the time, mm-hmm. in the legal sense. Yeah. But that wasn't fiction, but it taught us something. So I learned a lot. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I haven't read that yet. You should. should it's good. That. Or get it on Audible. I love Audible. That's the next thing. Oh, yeah. I have an Audible sponsor now. Or Yeah, affiliate yeah, or something. Affiliate, yeah. Audible is good, especially for um, the hard stuff. It's, yeah, the ones that you just you can't you feel like it's you can't dry, read it, you can't read it, but you but can hear it. But it's very good to listen to, yeah. and I'm not saying Trevor Noise boring because he's not. Mm. But there's a lot of things. I listen to this other um It's the hardcore stuff. Yeah, it's yeah. the very yeah. dense stuff. Mm. I listen to this other um audible book about somebody, a guy who escaped, a poet who escaped mm. North Korea. Oh, and yeah. before yeah, and before he escaped he was he was a poet for the ruling family in North Korea. Mm-hmm. And he spoke about how they had to write histories yeah for North Korea and that I mean that is something very valid and we're talking about the n- fake news generation mm-hmm. or era and we're talking about um how you can decide what is truth and what is not truth very quickly too in our current day and age whichever line you fall whichever side of that line you fall on this is still very valid but i listened to that it's called dear leader mm-hmm. it's a book on audible it's about somebody who eventually escaped um north korea and when you listen to stuff like that 
you live in a world that you don't will never have an opportunity to live in because I don't think a lot of us are gonna go to North Korea. No. I don't think a lot of us are gonna speak to people who are from North Korea. Just I've met one girl. Have you? Yeah. How was that? No, I'd be so ago. very interested. No, she was very interesting. Well, I think but that's not knows. something that happens often. Yeah. But it's good to hear these things and it's good to it's a perspective. Yeah. You know, and if I'm gonna look for something else there so that I understand more than one person's story mm-hmm. because that's something else that's very um particular to our generation. It's or maybe not, who knows? But from the way I see it, it's we take one person and we decide this is the person who speaks for this group oh, or this experience. Yeah. Yeah. And that's not true. Mm-hmm. I as a Kenyan could be completely different and American of course. But I, as a Kenyan-American, could be completely different from you as a Mm Kenyan-American. I, as an African-born American, Mm -hmm. could be completely different from an African born in Sudan and is now in America Mm -hmm. or an American citizen. Oh, yeah. I could be completely different from a South African-born American. Mm -hmm. And that goes across all cultures, all backgrounds, all nationalities. If I was Kenyan and I lived in Britain instead of the U.S., I'm sure my story, my experiences would have been different mm-hmm. from somebody else. Mm-hmm. So it's very important to hear what everybody says. It doesn't mean you have to believe in it or trust it or believe or accept it as truth, mm-hmm. but it's good to hear because then you you can form a, an opinion, an informed opinion, I guess. Is yeah. Definitely an informed opinion. That's what I like. In this day and age, you can post a website. You post three articles about <laughs> fake articles about something that you haven't researched, mm-hmm. and then you go on your Facebook and you post those articles on your Facebook. And now that's a news piece. You can do that. I worry about quickly, that. <laughs> and it's just it's scary. But at the same time, it's. I mean, I worry about that in one way, but in another way, it's, it's also good. it's not. Yeah, it's not yeah. bad because those that's somebody's voice. Yeah, and, what's and to they say might know something. Yeah. yeah, or what's to say that their voice is invalid? Exactly. It, it might be very valid to somebody, to themselves for sure. Yeah. You know? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, thanks for coming for this episode. <laughs> this has been a lot of fun. Um, check out kingdomsinthewild.com. Especially if you're somebody creative and you are interested in writing. And getting your voice out there. It's a good... Um, yes. And it doesn't have to be political accepting horror we're accepting sci-fi we're accepting everything in general literal we especially want immigrant voices i want immigrant voices i'm very interested in the stories people from other places who live in this country will tell and can't tell and do tell Mm -hmm. because i have a lot of that growing up and i'm i'm so curious about what everybody's parents or grandparents tells them because my mom and my grandparents tell me so, and my aunts told me so many things, and I'm always like, "What?" Yeah, it's actually kind like, of mind blowing. All right, that's it. Anyways, see you next time. Bye. Bye. See ya. Slide in her DMs. She likes when you guys write her stuff. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> I haven't gotten anything. Not creepy stuff. <laughs> yeah, please don't send me any creepy shit. Goodness. All right. Bye, guys.